Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The president who claimed that he's a unity president did nothing but attack, quote, MAGA Republicans. Okay, pal. All right. Game on. Five days. Five days to vote his party out of office at all levels. That's from dog catcher on up to governor and senator. Vote these people out. They want you to forget. I've been using it. Look it up if you don't believe me. The recency effect. If you don't think they have academics who are advising the president, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, telling them it doesn't matter how disingenuous. It doesn't matter if it's a flat-out lie. Just say it over and over and over again in the last week. Let it be the last thing millions of people hear before they go to the polls. Don't even say inflation. Don't even say gas prices. Don't talk about the Afghanistan withdrawal. Just say phrases like, wages are up. The economy's doing great. The border is secure. Attack, attack, attack January 6th. Our democracy. Abortion, abortion, abortion. You know damn well they can't run on their record with the lockdowns and the vaccine mandates and the gas price spikes and the open border. The Afghanistan withdrawal, inflation, food prices, home heating oil shortages. The Democrats can't run. They should be out there saying we are proud of everything we've done. Everything. Because we did it. And we want you to eat bugs and ride government transportation. What? Yes. I don't know why they're not proud of themselves. They want gas prices to be high. So you'll get fed up and go out and get an electric vehicle. Isn't that why they, isn't that why we have a tax credit for the electric vehicles? So you go, ah, screw these stupid gas prices. I'm going out and getting a car I can't afford. According to the Democrats, even the ones that eat filet mignons and Davos, you should eat bugs. Your diet is unenvironmental. Cory Booker has stated for the record he wants more people to become vegans. And they think that's going to save the planet. But then food prices went up and you got angry. Gas prices went up, food prices went up, and you got pissed off. And they didn't say, well, this is just what it is. It's the transition. This is what we're proud of this. Look, we know, we know it's not going to be fun. But trust us, in the end, you're going to love it. They wanted this to happen. They just didn't want it to be so damned unpopular and cost them the majority. But you know what they know? You know what they know. The Pez dispenser Republicans aren't going to go on the offensive. They know it. They've seen it before. Many times. You know, we're going to play this clip of Mike Lee talking about phasing out phasing out Social Security, that ain't going to happen. I wish it would. I'll be the, I'll say the, I'll say the quiet part out loud. Let's phase out Social Security. Phase it out. 
defund the Department of Education, defund the Department of Housing and Urban Development. Send those resources back to the states. Let the states handle education and housing and urban development. There, I said it. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not even afraid to say it to someone on Social Security. You know why? Because it's a phase-out. See, what the Democrats are going to do is try to scare the crap out of you. You know, listen to these Republicans. They want to get rid of Social Security. A phase-out does not mean going, all right, Granny, what are you, 83? Oh, you're broke now. That's, that's not. I'll give you my plan before we get into the audio of Joe Biden's speech. Let me take a sip of my coffee. You want my plan? I'll give you my plan. It's very simple. It's so very simple. Anyone who's on it stays on it. Anyone who is near to being on it can be on it. Anyone five years out and below can decide if they want their money back in the form of a tax credit. Rather than making it a question of Social Security, they could take that money in the form of a tax credit, invest it privately. And then we assign an arbitrary date, yes, arbitrary, that might be considered the weak point. And eh, that's not, there's no such thing as a weak point. And people just don't pay in anymore. People stop paying in. I would love to hear from a Democrat why we have to have Social Security. You know, if you told me that prior to the 1930s, there were very few retirement vehicles right, in the private sector, didn't really, I mean, especially after the stock market crash. But now we have a myriad of opportunities to retire without any intervention from government. And then you have to show me, I, I can't find it. I can't find the provision of the Constitution that gives the federal, keyword federal government, the authority to compel every citizen of the United States to join a federal retirement program. I can't find that. It sounds very compulsory. Dare I say involuntary servitude. And I'll tell you what. None of you, most of you, I would say, but most of you, would not pick Social Security if you had a choice. Well, Andrew, if you go all in the stock market, nobody said that either. Planning for retirement involves a myriad of things. Hedging your bets. Spreading your investment. What about low-income people? Well, let me ask you something. Social Security, where does it come from? You know, we were told our whole lives, you know, the government's just saving your money for you. Then how is it people with no money get Social Security? Oh, well, if you look at the life expectancy... When they started Social Security, it was about 65 years old. You were supposed to pay in your whole life. The government was, you know how the government treats Social Security? The way gyms treat their January membership drives. Right around December and January, all the major commercial gyms, all the major chain gyms have these crazy deals. No money down. 10 bucks a month. Right? And what do they think is going to happen? I used to work for Bally's. I used to work for, it was still Jack LaLanne then. Now it's 24 hours. So it was Jack LaLanne, 
Bally's Jack LaLanne, Bally's. Now it's 24-hour fitness. And the salespeople would tell you that we'll be empty by April, right? Everybody comes to the gym in January, New Year's resolution. By April, thinned out again. But all those people bought a membership. So they make it so cheap, like Planet Fitness, 10 bucks a month, no money down. The life expectancy, the government was betting you'd be dead before you could collect. And then what would they do with that money? Well, shucks, wouldn't you know? It'd be the government's money. That's the part they don't tell you. You can work your whole damn life. Your whole damn life. And if you and your spouse drop dead after your kids reach the age of majority, the government keeps your money. You talk about people of color or immigrants or whatever not being able to build dynastic wealth. Well, you know what? You'd have been able to leave it to your kids and your grandkids building that dynastic wealth had the government not taken it from you. But we'll get into that. So Union Station, which is like the, uh, I haven't been for a while. I'll be going down to D.C. in uh, five days. I'll be anchoring coverage. I'm going to be back and forth between anchoring coverage on the Salem News Channel, which is going to be simulcast on the Salem radio stations, which are branded The Answer, along with the coverage on Sirius XM Patriot. So I'll be back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But Union Station is like a homeless camp. I'm sure they cleared it out nice and neat for Joe Biden. Brandon Station. But the only thing Joe Biden was saying last night is our democracy's at risk. Democracy's on the bout. The very existence of the United States! Well, in a way, he's right. Because if the Democrats retain power, if the Democrats win a majority, as narrow as it may be, they will say they have a mandate to continue the transition. And let me tell you something. If you think gas and food prices are high now, wait till the Democrats think you've given them their appro- your approval to continue on. You know, it's funny, and I can only speak for where I live. Somebody in New Jersey, I live in Morris County, New Jersey. We have Mikey Shirell and Paul DeGroote signs all over the place. There's somebody anonymously who's made campaign signs that are literally handwritten that say, vote out the Democrats, save the suburbs, reduce gas prices, et cetera, et cetera. Save the suburbs. You haven't heard about affirmatively fair housing in a while, have you? That's part of the transition. They are going to kill the suburbs. Play cut one. We the people must decide whether the rule of law will prevail, whether we will allow the dark forces to thirst, that thirst for power. Uh, what? Uh. Put ahead of the principles that we've long guided us. You know, American democracy is under attack because the defeated former president of the United States refuses to accept the results of the 2020 election. He refuses to accept the will of the people. He refuses to accept 
the fact that he lost. He has abused his power and put the loyalty to himself before loyalty to the Constitution. And he's made a big lie, an article of faith in the MAGA Republican Party, the minority of that party. The great irony about the 220 election is that it's the most attacked election in our history. And yet, and yet, there's no election in our history that we can be more certain of its results. Every legal challenge that could have been brought was brought. Every recount that could have been undertaken was undertaken. Every recount confirmed the results. Wherever fact or evidence had been demanded, the big lie has been proven to be just that, a big lie, every single time. You notice they've never addressed, ever once, the endless court cases in Georgia, in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Arizona, where the courts meddled with election law unconstitutionally. I never hear any, I, I've, I've, I've never heard a Democrat address this. I'm not talking about recounts. I'm not talking about ballot counting. I'm not talking about the machines. I'm not talking about Dominion, the internet, servers in Italy or Ukraine. I'm talking about the change to election law. Under what article of the Constitution does the judicial branch get to overstep Articles 1 and 2 in the time and manner and the seating of electors' clauses that place those powers exclusively in the hands of the legislative body. See, this is one of the problems that we face. Ankle biters, window lickers, very angry people scream and yell. But it's almost as if their emotions and their feelings and their pure hatred of me has nothing to do with what knowledge they may or may not have. It's like they don't know. So I'm going to give you a little reminder. The Twitter account, RNC Research, which is the rapid response of the Republican Party and is very good, put together a neat little montage of Democrats. Democrats denying elections. Play that. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what thing. I'm scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He is an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice presidential candidate? <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election. And he was put in the office because the Russians... Jimmy Carter, Trump knows president. he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome of the election. I do. We have a president who, if in fact it is proven, uh, has been assisted by the Russians and may in fact not be a legitimate president. The one thing that Trump is fearful of uh, when it comes to his being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. I have an objection. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. I object 
because people are horrified. He's an illegitimate president. Do you believe Trump is a legitimate president? What I believe is that there's no question that the outcome of this election was affected by the Russian interference. There absolutely is a cloud of illegitimacy. So that legitimacy is in question, yes. So that was a very tainted election. And, and I'm not going to play all 10 minutes of it. It's literally 10 minutes of Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the DNC chair, Hillary Clinton, former President Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and others denying the outcome of the election. This was not a problem in 2016. Now it's you're a denier, like climate denier. That makes you almost a Holocaust denier. Again, you haven't heard me say one word about Dominion voting systems or servers in foreign countries or any of that stuff. The argument I can win 10 times out of 10 is that election laws were changed unconstitutionally and thus produced an unconstitutional result. I'm right. Weinzig 695, Patriot 957-2874. More on Joe Biden's speech and your calls. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.